Sister Hack. Let's talk. Life is too short, so let's go ahead and hack apart all of the details and put them back together in ways that make sense to us. How do you make a friend after college? I'm still trying to figure that out. What was your weirdest childhood rule? Our mom literally hid cookies from our friends. Does that count? Or how do you feel about people coming to meetings and not contributing a thing? It's like, why are you even here? Long distance relationships? With sisters? There's a hack for that. Sisters, Hannah, and Rachel have conversations about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. On Sister Hack, now introducing Hannah and Rachel. Welcome to Sister Hack, and welcome back to Austin, Texas. Thank you. Here I am again. <laughs> and this time we're here on Sister Hack. We're interviewing a very special person in our lives. She thinks she's our sister, um, but she's not. <laughs> she is related to us. And she's about as close as a sister as we could get, though, without actually being our sister. It is our mama, Tammy Ferry. Say Tammy hi. Tammy Ferry. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sister Hack. How are you feeling right now? Nervous, excited, cozy. She's got her bedtime blanket on, on the couch. I'm feeling excited because I get to be here in Austin, and I've been here for a few days, and this is one of my favorite places to be. I have my cozy blanket on because it's a lot colder here than I thought it would be, and I came from Wisconsin to try to escape some cold weather and have been um, exposed here to cold weather, but only in the 40s, so can't complain. Yes, you can't complain too much. It's going to be 60 on Monday when you leave, and then it'll be 70s all next week when you're gone. I'll move heaven and earth to be with my babies. I don't care if I'm in Antarctica or... What's a hot place? Austin. Austin. <laughs> um, we are here today to talk to my mom about something that is on everybody's mind um, because of the time of year. That's spring cleaning. But we're going to take a little bit of a different approach because my mom is one of the cleanest people you'll know on the outside. But also we're going to look at it on the inside. We're going to take a little broader, broader examination of spring cleaning on the inside and out. So with no further ado, love that. Let's get going with our hack yeses and our hack noes, Tammy, oh, yeah. aka mom. Um, and so what you'll do is tell us hack yes or hack no to one of these things that we share with you. Okay, so yeah. you know I listen to your podcast, so I know how this works. <laughs> Thank you for being a fan. You know how to do this segment. You have to. You're our mom, but you also enjoy it, right? Yes, I do enjoy it. I okay, always cool. enjoy listening. Thank you, mom. Okay. Hack yes or hack no. Setting intentions for the day. Hack yes. All the way. Tell us why. I actually set my intentions for the day, the day before that day. Wow. So how do you do that? I usually it's like the night before I start thinking about looking at my schedule, trying to figure out what it is that I want to get done. And I work full time, so a lot of it is very work related. But then I also try to figure out personally what are some things I might need to do on that day, whether it's run an errand to the grocery store, or maybe there's an, I have an appointment I have to uh, take care of, or get gas in the car, or whatever it might be. I plan it out pretty much to the minute. Love that about you. Hack yes, hack no, morning routine. Hack yes. <laughs> so. I'm very, very routinized, probably to the point where it's not a healthy thing, but 
I like to set my agenda early. I'm a morning person, first of all, and I sleep better when I get up at the same time every morning. So if I'm up by 5.30 or 6, I'll sleep better like overall the whole week if I just get up at the consistent time and go to bed at a consistent time. Part of that is as you get older, that's just kind of how the body works. hate to tell you guys, all you young. Is that genetic? I fear that a little bit, being a big sleeper. I hope yeah. that's not you genetic. Didn't, definitely it might be genetic, but you do not have those genes, I can tell. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Because dad doesn't get up at the crack of dawn, and he's a year older than you. Yeah. You and... <laughs> well, they're not... That's they true. don't share blood. You Mom No, but he's just older. saying older. But oh, yeah, oh. you girls, I would say, have more your dad's sleep genes. I haven't seen... Andrew might have some of my early morning genes. He's a, he's getting to be more and more of an early morning guy. But anyway, yeah. So that's how I start my morning. Very routinized. Same time. Hack yes or hack no, a set cleaning routine. Hmm. I Here's the thing I think about cleaning, and I know that's what this podcast is kind of about since we're kind of moving into spring cleaning zone and people are getting in the mood for that. There's no such thing as a spring cleaning routine. It's really spring cleaning integrated into everything you do. Mm. So the routine is to be prepared to clean whenever it arises that it is needful. So that's part of it. And part of it also is like the big jobs you do like once a week, whether that might be laundry or, or you know, washing the, or, you know, like mopping the floor or whatever that might be. But for me, I don't really have a routine except that it is have things available and ready to clean the second it is noticed as being needful. And I'm going to jump in here. If you've been to Tammy's house, that's my mom. Um, you'll think that spring cleaning just happened that morning, no matter what month you enter. So (laughs) she's a clean girl. It's like, if you leave your socks out, say farewell because they will be on the stairs going up or back in their rooms or in the laundry machine within minutes. And I think, yeah, I included this hack, um, when I wrote the podcast because my sister-in-law Kiki shout out big listener. Um, one time she was at my mom's house and she was like, do you have a cleaning routine? I mean, there's not even like a speck of dust anywhere. Well, and also what I, another thing I have to be prepared, we have this very interesting situation in our life where we have to be prepared to entertain people every, like at least once a week, because we live in a home that's owned by a university. My husband is the president of Concordia University, and we entertain a lot in the evenings. And a lot of times I come home from work at four or 4.30, and we have a group of students coming over at five or 5.30. Mm. So I cannot take time to clean right before people Mm -hmm. come. So that has actually elevated my need for it to, for the house to be in really pretty good order all the time. But I will say something endearing about you, and this is just so people can get to know you a little better, is that during that hour, whatever you are doing, you quick sneak on your fleece polar polar bear pajama pants for the hour that you have. And I think that that's really cute. Yeah, I do that because I feel like I need a little downtime and division between my day. So if I have 30 minutes before people come, I take off my work clothes, put on my pajama pants, kind of look around, make sure everything's ready, and then I'll put on my whatever clothes are appropriate for the evening. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I have had a couple close calls with that where the doorbell rings and I'm sprinting upstairs to get my polar bear pajama pants off (laughs) and my jeans on. So that's a close call. You are who you are. Okay, one last one. Hack yes or hack no to quiet time. Heck yes. 
uh, quiet time. And by that, I mean, I think it's really important to be meditative, prayerful, but really just to be in the word because the word is what strengthens us. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's, um, God made flesh. It's, uh, you know, it talks about God, God in the flesh in his um, son, Jesus. And that's to me what the great comfort is every day. So I have my quiet time in the mornings. That's my, my time right when I get up. It's the first thing I do. Mm, wow. Yes. So as you can see, she's a very routine person and we want to dig a little deeper in that, get into some specifics, if you will. So mom, talk to us about your exercise routine and what it means to be an active 59 year, 58 year old. Oh. I had 58 on there. I just was like, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I was flustered. Yeah. Wow. My age just got broadcast across the, across the this is a global pod- podcast, <laughs> right? True. We're international. We do have a couple listeners when they travel. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to give us a hint. So, <laughs> yeah. So globally now everyone knows my age. No, that's okay. I, um, yeah. I'll that, throw mine out there. I'm 28. That all stems. 31 tomorrow. Quick, quick context on that. I grew up in a family with three brothers. I wanted nothing more than to be like them and not only be like them, but beat them. And so sports mm. became a part of my life right away. I felt very competitive in a lot of ways with them. I still tease my brothers, two of whom are older, one is younger, that I'm really the best athlete in the family. But that's really not true. But anyway, so I got into sports, organized sports early in life. Basketball mostly was my was my game. And then transitioned to more running, and I did a few triathlons um, over the course of time. But the running is what is really – and swimming are the two avenues for me that – give me great stress relief. Again, they're part of kind of the routine that helps me kind of keep thing, keep myself centered and grounded during stressful times and busyness and all the hecticness that, you know, life brings. So I do that again in the mornings. I, like I said, I'm early, an uh, early riser. I swim twice a week, it comes to about three miles a week. I swim about a mile and a half, um, twice a week. And I run on the other days, and th- that varies depending on the weather and if I'm maybe training for a race of some type. But it brings me great joy, and I feel great gratification, and I'm also grateful that I can still do that. Tell us about, I remember one time you told me that in the morning when you swim, you take a lap to pray for everyone in your family. Yeah. I count my laps by my people, so I know I'm on, like, lap... 17 because that's Kyle's lap or I know I'm on lap two that's Hannah's lap so I um I what's my go, lap <laughs> your lap four so I have my kids in order first so like Peter's our oldest so I you know lap one is Pete two is Hannah and then I and then as people have added on spouses I've had to put them kind of in a different order and then of course I pray for Pat my husband every day and then I have extended family and colleagues at Concordia and just Concordia in general. It's a big part of our life. So yeah, that's a very, that's also part of my quiet time and prayerful time. Those of you who swim um, out there, especially if you do like the cross stroke, it's very claustrophobic in a way. You really can't hear or see anybody. You just swim and you're kind of in your own world. And to me, that is a very revitalizing prayerful time. Mm. It's so cool to hear about exercise routines of other people and also another factor we know in in kind of this spring cleaning healthy mindset is diet and this is something that the three of us always talk about. So give us your spring cleaning and the diet, your three biggest tips 
for spring cleaning your diet. Yeah, and why? And why? Wow. Well, I do every year, and this was my fourth year, I do the Whole30, which is a complete cleanse and reset of your body, and it's hard to do. What month do you do it? I do that all the month of January, and it's a good month to do it because, you know, we're all coming off the holidays. We've all eaten too much. We're all feeling a little lethargic. It's winter in Wisconsin, so it's like a great diversion as far as how to cook and prepare food and do things different, Um, and it also kind of falls along the lines of a good New Year's resolution. Basically, you cut out everything except clean foods, so you can eat clean meats, clean vegetables, clean fruits, and there are a few few other things, but you cut out dairy, sugar, uh, gluten, uh, preservatives, everything. So that is a real good way that, for me, it's a reset, but yes, definitely along the lines of kind of setting setting the spring cleaning uh, internally from at least from a bodily physical perspective. Okay, that's one. What would you yeah, what's a more simple for someone who doesn't want to fully cut out grains, sugar and all that for 30 days? What would what would be a couple practical tips for their eating habits that you think would go a long way? I would say sugar is the the second one. It's a big one. Um, cut back on the sugar. And I would say cut back on anything else that you think might bother you. A lot of t- for a lot of people, that's dairy, and others, it's gluten. But those three things, mm-hmm. I think, are kind of big, like potential red flags that could ca- be causing you to be lethargic or bloated mm-hmm. or. Um, Tammy, aka Mom, aka Mimi, to her grandkids, teaches them early that sugar is bad. She says, would you say sugar is the enemy to them, Ava, who's three? Or what do you say to her? We had, Ava and I had a very strong disagreement yesterday when, because we give her water, a lot of water, and sometimes we just add a little juice and it's kind of like juice water, she calls it. It's like one of those water flavor, like a Dasani flavor drop. Yeah. And so she, I handed her a straight up water and she's like, this is not juice water, Mimi. And I said, no, it's just straight water. And she said, I want juice water. And I said, juice water has sugar in it. And she says, no, it doesn't. And I said, yes, it does. And she said, no, it doesn't. And I said, yes, it does. (laughs) So anyway, we went back and forth. I'm like, I'm arguing with a three-year-old about sugar, but, um, and yeah. They, and they play this game like one thing that's healthy for me is, and they go back and forth. So, so mom will say one thing that's healthy for me is vegetables, and Ava will say one thing that's help, healthy t- for me is cherries, and they go back and forth. And then they say one thing that's not healthy for me is sugar. Yeah, she always picks sugar as a not healthy. In fact, um, around Christmas we we found her scolding my grandma for eating sugar and that's what I thought I might have gone a little too far. But Ava is, she needs to walk the talk because she talks big, but she'll, she, uh, she loves sugar as we all do. As we all do. It's addictive. So mom, how does being clean internally, these are kind of like internal being cleans show itself externally in your life. Oh, that's a tough one. How does it show? My, I, you know, as, as I've gotten older, I think I've learned that my space in, so when I'm internally at peace or centered or, or what, however strong, you know, we all have our days where we're feeling more fragile or more stressed or whatever, but the more we can kind of minimize that, the, the more present you can be, whether it's at work or in your relationships and the more, you can maybe let things go that might be annoying you or the more you can kind of bite your tongue and hold off on something where you might have said words that you really didn't mean or want to take back. 
And I will say, focus. I, I have a job where I have a lot I have to focus on really all day. And some of it has to do with correspondence with people, but some of it has to do with thinking through problems. And I really can't do that when I have a lot of, um, you know, distraction, other distractions in my mind. So I think it kind of helps me focus Mm -hmm. internally. I think too, I think being clean on the inside and in your habits and on the outside is a, brings about a sense of confidence too, because I think when you know you're doing all you can to fuel your body in a positive way and just prepare you for the day, um, I think that has a long-term effect on just the confidence because you take pride in yourself and then mm-hmm. you know that you're doing the best you can for yourself. So I think that's yeah. very motivating. And the internal cleanliness kind of affects externally others. For example, you know, if I walk into somebody's office and it's like very organized and they look well rested and, you know, all those different things, it kind of, it, it brings about a sense of professionalism and just like, I feel comfortable being around that environment myself. And I think a lot can get accomplished, um, in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been talking a lot at Concordia about the welcoming office and how to make that happen. And some of it is just kind of the positioning of your furniture. So, you know, if you're, it's an open kind of pose instead of like your back to the door or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. But, um, I do feel that it does help me, um, be able to focus on what other people, what like other people's needs as opposed to just my own. I could be more present for others as well. But that being said, is there ever a time or when is it time to cheat or let go or not worry about it? I'd say this weekend's (laughs) one of those times. We're here celebrating Hannah's birthday and just hanging out in Austin. I mean, there's so many cool options for food. And tonight we're going to go out and have the birthday, the birthday party. But, um, you know, I do think you have to, obviously you can't, you have to have opportunities where you sort of, uh, enjoy yourself and, um, celebrate and goals that you work for, like, you know, whatever it might be for a few days, you'll do this so that then for a few days you can do that or whatever it is. But, um, obviously you have to be able to have, give grace to yourself when the time is right. I think it's funny, too, that you use this weekend as an example because this morning we had the best morning ever after the kids got haircuts. We excitedly went to Natural Grocers, which is a natural grocery store, and picked out treats. After you ran already this morning. <laughs> after you ran this morning and then had smoothie bowls for lunch with our – is it kombucha or kombucha? Because I get the two vowels. It's supposed to be kombucha, but we like to call it kombucha. It, so, it flows off the tongue. <laughs> So, you know, I, I yeah. wouldn't say we went hog wild, no, but we we haven't gone hog wild. But you do help me because I like to like follow my kids around and clean up behind them. You <laughs> kind of help me see like, okay, we can let the mess go for a little bit and then I mean, we never let it go too far, but we let it go for a little bit. Yeah. Hannah, if we're ever watching the kids and she leaves a note for tips, <laughs> I'll never forget this one time she wrote, "Get the get the house Pick and span and get out. Yep. Capital. Capital letters on the get out. Yeah, that's the morning goal. We love that about you. That's... We're all very, we are all very Tammy in our own ways. Um, Kyle calls me Tammy when I wash the dishes with my rubber gloves on, which I'm like, why don't you call me Tammy when I do, when I say something intellectual? Thank you know, you. Thank I you did say that. that. And, but you know what? Mom asked 
if she had to do the cleaning episode or if we'd rather have her do an episode on like women's leadership. Yeah. Which would have been very well suited for you too. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I'm happy to do the cleaning one as well. Well, the truth is that people want to know some of your hacks for these types of things because you're inspirational in that way. So let's hear your hacks for first one. What's your hack for having lots of kids? You're a mother of five and keeping your house clean. Think back. Right. Thinking back. Okay. Or when we all come there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I just mentioned this to you this morning, Hannah, about you need, (laughs) sounds so shallow, but it is so true. You need to have cleaning supplies available everywhere. Like, so I have decentralized, this is a, (laughs) this is an office term, you know, central or a university term, centralize this, or do we decentralize this? I decentralize cleaning supplies. I don't have one closet with cleaning supplies. I have Mm -hmm. a closet with that, but under every bathroom sink, I have about everything you would need. I have other little kind of places where I have strategic things that I can grab where I know messes kind of tend to accumulate. And then if I need to dust or wipe up a mess or like in our mud room, it's always getting, you know, I have a broom handy hidden behind the door, just that kind of thing so that I can do it right on the spot. That is a great tip. And I think a lot of people are getting into the Netflix series, Tidying Up. So let's see um, if you, if this one resonates with you. Do you have a hack for how to get rid of stuff? Oh man, that hack, it, my hack for that is have a stone cold heart, (laughs) (laughs) which I do. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to stuff, I just, I'm not that emotionally connected with most stuff. I do think there is some, um, value in taking pictures of things if you really feel like you need to be able to remember something or have a special memory and but you also know you should be get, getting rid of whatever it is a box of books or maybe it's trophies or maybe it's whatever it might be so um but it just is a perpetual perpetual battle like even for me garage whether it's the garage our basement our closets I look and I think this closet is getting really out of control and then at at that point you have to just be able to stop and take a look at it and decide what is it that we really need? What is it that we don't need? And usually it's just things that you haven't thought about for years. Like, I hate to tell you this, but if you guys knew how many bags and bags of stuff that went out of the house while you were at school and you never once asked about things or missed. I asked a couple that, of times. Yeah, I will say my first time home Thanksgiving, I After do remember crying in bed because my entire closet <laughs> was given away. <laughs> That's not true. That, okay, let me correct that. I packed up all your stuff and labeled it Milwaukee Lutheran High School and put it in a bin. You yeah. just didn't see it anymore. Oh, I asked you where it was, and you <laughs> said you got rid of it. So, Okay, you kind of already um, gave a tip on this, but give us a hack for how to organize an office. I, You know, it's funny. I, I am not a real fan of offices that look like a, someone's house. So if you walk around, I know in my office area in the School of Pharmacy building at Concordia, um, you'll see some offices that are very decorated, like a, decorated like almost like a house, like plants and a lot of lamps and knickknacks even. And that's fine to some degree. I like a little bit more of a cleaner look in my office. I get, and now I've gotten rid of all files because everything's electronic. So I've, little by little, it's hard to do, weaned away paper copies. And... Um, and just have everything electronic. I also have a standing desk, and that 
doesn't allow for a lot of storage, you know, like because regular big desks have drawers that you can throw files in and everything. So I don't have as much space. So um, so that's helped me as well. So my hack mm. would be get a standing desk. Mm. Standing desk, digitize files. Right. I Minimize knickknacks. I love those tips, and I think that, like, people can take and leave what they want. So the final hack is how do you people, our listeners, find or create a routine that works for them? Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you have to kind of decide what you're, you, I guess you have to sort of prioritize and value. So here's an example of a routine in my day that most people probably don't do. I know, um, I know, for example, Pat, my husband doesn't do. I, I, because I'm an early morning person, I know myself well, I start fading at about 3.30, 4 o'clock and I can't, I'm not that productive by that time of the day. So what I do is I bring my lunch and I pretty much eat my lunch on campus every day whether it's in my office, sometimes I go up someplace else to eat it. But then I, so I essentially eat over my lunch hour. And then by 3.30, 4 o'clock when I'm fading, I can either perhaps that's when I need to leave the office or perhaps I need to do something that doesn't take a lot of concentration. So um, I just know that about myself, that my best time of day is early. So I, I guess my advice would be know when your best time is. Know when your most productive time is. It might be afternoon. And, and then guard that time and, mm. and structure your day in such a way that you get that time to do whatever it is you need to do that's important for that day, if that's your most productive time. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yes, because I think most people would say, take your lunch and go, um, you know, go outside, check out from your phone, check out from, you know, if you have a very social job, be by yourself. If you have a very by yourself job, go socialize. Those are all good tips too, but they depend on the individual. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I enjoy sleeping. So, guess what? I'm gonna sleep as long as I can. Yeah, you you like a later start and a, a later, later start and a later finish. Right, you're and I don't late. have to feel bad about that. Yeah, you're up late at night, and, and you, I don't. You're, you're relatively productive at night too. You get some things done in the evening. Thank you, Tammy. Yeah. I agree with you. My, I think my sanity tip is for me is just to have a totally different routine every day. (laughs) It's also not my choice. It's just the way that my life is right now. But I love a variety in the day that keeps me going. Mm -hmm. Well, Mom, as always, we thought of some really clever hashtags um, for you and for this episode. Um, So here's my first one. Hashtag Tidy Tammy. Tidy Tammy. That's a good one. We, so we call Tammy Mimi now instead of Mama because that's what the kids call her. And sometimes they say meme instead of Mimi. And so we say meme. Um, so I thought instead of spring cleaning, we could call you spring memeing. <laughs> or good. meme cleaning. Hashtag meme, meme cleaning. Meme cleaning. Meme cleaning. Either one. Um, and then an ode to our favorite show as children, Full House, and the most clean person probably in the TV world that if somebody said name a TV character that cleans a lot you'd say Danny Tanner so of course we have to do hashtag Tammy Tanner Tammy Tanner yeah, that that hashtag was way back your friends called me that yeah. in high school so I always took that as a compliment and I was happy about that how do you feel about the intro to sister hack where we said 
Does your mom hide cookies from your friends? <laughs> that was just sort of total survival mode of certain friends who would literally come and eat an entire pack of cookies that were meant to be for the week. For the week. For the week. <laughs> our our friends laugh too because we never have leftovers. <laughs> yes, and our our in laws now they're like, wow, you know, you really just get the basics. <laughs> you do. We do enough to get by. For the meals, she doesn't like this right now. I should. For the meal, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not quite following. Oh, you, you mean like you don't bulk shop? I don't bulk shop. I know that is that actually seems opposite of what you would think kind of an organized planner would be, which I kind of consider myself to be a little OCD on the organizing and planning. Part of it is the way I was brought up that you know, like you don't need to get more than you need, but then I always end up going back. So I don't know what that is, but I you're mm-hmm. right. I don't bulk shop. But right. you do it's, have Thanksgiving table set up two weeks in advance. Yeah, your, friends, your friends can vouch for that. It's part of maintaining the home, though. You know, like, don't yeah. get, don't, don't bring get, in more than you need, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Mentality. Hashtag decentralized cleaning supplies. That's <laughs> another one. Decentralize is like, decentralize your, your cleaning supplies. It will help you immensely. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much. I actually learned stuff today that I didn't even know. Yeah. I got some tips. Tips and tricks. Thanks, Tam. You're welcome. We love you. Thanks Thanks for being on our podcast. Maybe I'll come back on a different topic someday. If you guys have any questions on cleaning, let us know. Email us at sisterhackpodcast at gmail.com. And we can... If you want a follow-up episode, maybe this just got your your brain turning and you're ready for more. Kind of the new fad, being clean and getting rid of stuff. The clean life. Chat chat with Tammy Tanner about how to to do it. How to do it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Love you.